This is Rod and Ron Kilo, and you're listening to Piano Maverick. In this episode, I'd like to talk about being the greatest of all time, or for the acronym, GOAT, G-O-A-T, greatest of all time. And speaking of time, at the time of this recording, the whole world is already aware of the passing of Kobe Bryant and his daughter, Vanessa. My most recent memory of Kobe Bryant was when he played in the All-Star Game that was held here in Toronto, I believe that was in 2018. And that would actually be his last All-Star Game before he would retire. And unfortunately, in January 26, 2020, which was on a Sunday, we just heard news from all over the world that Kobe Bryant's helicopter had crashed and there were at least nine people that had passed along with him. And pretty much the whole world mourned over Kobe because he was like, he's the greatest of all time in basketball. He's been to the All-Star game numerous times. He shattered a lot of records. He's been pretty much a beast in the court. And it gives me thoughts about the entire situation where, you know, we only have very much time left in our lives. I mean, time is long as long as we do something about it. Um, not just something about just about time itself, but what we do with ourselves uh, to maximize the time. I mean, we don't have forever to live. So why spend time just trying to sit around and just do nothing or just being a dreamer when you can actually be like Kobe Bryant where he had a dream and he just worked really, really hard, extraneously hard. He even uh, he even trained with the master coach Tim Grover, I believe, as well. Now, Tim Grover is someone I've heard about when watching the 10X Growth Con, the, fir- the very first one that Grant Cardone put on. And Tim Grover was one of the first guests. And he mentioned something about how the term cleaner is someone that someone gives to you because you are able to do things that nobody else will do. And it takes a certain spirit and aura and an attitude uh, to become a cleaner. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, don't worry about it. What I would recommend is that if you go into Amazon.com, I would recommend that you buy Tim Grover's book, Relentless. And he explains more about what a cleaner is and also the other levels and hierarchy of the types of people uh, that work together in a team. So how does this apply to piano well it's, it applies to anything basically see you've got to this is this is how i actually started out as well i always had ideas on how i could play piano and how i could try to see if i can impress the girls in my class i mean that's just how it was you know for and i still believe that it should be like that at this day of age but when you're approaching anything especially whether it be piano You've got to approach it as if you're going to be the greatest of all time. I mean, take a look at Muhammad Ali. I mean, Muhammad Ali wouldn't have progressed far in boxing if he didn't carry this persona or this attitude uh, of being the greatest of all time. Now, it's not just an attitude. It's actually a way of stimulating your courage because we all are capable of courage. Now, courage is going to be exercised in different ways. That there is one courage where it's like you're going to be able to take on anybody even if you're calm about it while others are yelling at you you know and so forth now being courageous doesn't mean being an a-hole or a bitch i'm sorry to say that i just have to say it that way but uh, being a bitch or being an a-hole or being a bully does not make you courageous 
courageous is one where just like a bamboo tree you're just standing there and you just have the storm pretty much just go all over you and yet you're going to stand there no matter what until it's all over you know it's it's just like acting in spite of fear or just being in spite of fear i mean that's that's one of the things of being um the greatest of all time i mean i'm not ex i'm not saying that i'm a total expert at this but i did use this sort of approach you know when i first started piano and i actually did i tried to do the same thing with drawing and even if my drawings weren't the greatest I still believe that I could that I am the greatest of all time, even if I wasn't. And eventually, my drawings became amazing. But it, it took me about almost ten thousand tries to get good at uh, good at uh, drawing. And there's a book by uh, Malcolm Malcolm Gladwell. I believe it was called The Tipping Point. Yeah, actually, it is The Tipping Point, where he mentions about how the greatest of all time um, type of people, all these peak performers had accomplished their amazing abilities only because they practiced something at least 10,000 times. So I hope that doesn't discourage you, but yeah, when you're actually playing piano, you're going to have to approach it as if you're going to be the greatest of all time and it doesn't matter what it's going to take. You're just going to go through everything and then, you know, by the 10,000th time, that's when you'll probably know where you are. I mean, the things that usually people who stick it out for 10,000 at least to the 10,000th time, you know, they may get results or they may see something, but they'll know where they stand, you know. And if they're really, if they're really passionate and committed to it, you know, no matter what anybody says or no, no matter what life does to them, eventually, eventually they're going to get results, you know. And that's that's it. That is what you got to take. It's something you got to you got to just do, like the way i'm able to like take on all this stuff now and also singing as well i wanted to be able to sing and you know i wouldn't give up and then i found the right teacher uh, for me i mean i i went to other teachers I, I even tried to copy other ways of singing i tried to do things by the book you know i even tried the traditional methods and some people would say or some coaches would say oh you're doing it right but then even if they were saying I was doing it right, why did I feel like I was killing my voice? You know, that is until I found a teacher and also coach who had this great course and this great technique, but she also had the ability to be able to hear your voice and she would know what your past, present, and future is and she would know what the condition of your voice was. I mean, she had this uncanny ability. But what I love about her is that she can turn just about almost anybody into the greatest of all time if they're committed and if they work hard. Now, not everybody is going to become the greatest of all time, but they may become the greatest of all time for themselves, basically, you know. Now, I didn't really show too much um, promise with my voice at the time, but it, but I did show a good attitude that I was going to do whatever it takes to be able to sing to the best of my potential. And the more I practiced, the more I worked with um, my vocal coach, the more I started to understand things. And then until one day I got tested in a karaoke bar and I had, well, previous experiences in karaoke when I was in Winnipeg, it didn't go too well. But when I finally had to actually sing in a karaoke bar uh, here in Toronto with one of the other, my other classmates, I, I couldn't believe what I was doing. It's like I was able to apply all the techniques that my vocal coach had taught me 
and I was able to sing without any pain, but I was able to exert so much like, emotion and power and expression without even hurting my voice. And in that moment, I felt like I was the greatest of all time, you know, and my teacher even let me know it. She was just blown away. It's like, I, I'm very proud of you that, you know, you, you've improved uh, throughout all these months that we've worked together, but in this moment, you just blew me away, you know, and that's a thing. It's like you can learn all the techniques of something, and that's that's important. You know, you go through 10,000 times. Usually after the 10,000 practice, you start to see things differently than you did before when you first started out, uh, when you're playing piano or when you're singing or when you're actually learning to draw or, you know, even doing accounting or even being the best at math and so forth. Now, going back to thinking about the greatest of all time, you, it's an attitude. It's pretty much, it's it becomes part of your spirit. And, you know, Muhammad Ali does this. Gordon Ramsay does this as well. I mean, a lot of people may, may look, at, like, look at him as a bully, but you got to like look past that behavior and see that he actually is very passionate and he wants the best, you know. Not a lot of people want to do that. They don't want to be the best. And it's it's sad because, um, you know, I, I come from a generation where sports was a big thing. And the only thing that really mattered whenever we did sports was who's going to win. I mean, when you're, doing, when you're playing in sport, what's the most important thing? It's not trying to, like, raise the next generation of um players you know to become champions one day no i mean the things that people come to the ballpark or to the hockey arena and the hopes that your team is going to win the big one for their city they're not there to like watch as someone grow i mean there are some people that will but the majority of people they want a win i mean they go through their lives slavering away uh, at their workplace and just for once if because they are so connected to their city if their home team can win something then they feel like they've won too at the same time you know and you gotta you gotta apply that with the piano too because when you believe in yourself that you are the greatest of all time even though you're not you know you just keep believing that while you keep taking all the lessons and then you try to find ways to become better even if it means like experimenting um like new chords that your that your piano teacher has never taught you or even doing research until you're able to like create this sort of piano chord vocabulary or this even piano fingering vocabulary eventually one day just after 10,000 like 10,000 tries you're going to go to your teacher and you're going to ask her or him if they can listen to you play and then when they say, okay, go for it, I, you can just tell them it's a song that I've created together and I'd love to get your feedback on it. And then you play it like a beast. Like when I mean beast, I mean it's like you're 10xing it. Like it becomes so passionate for you that at the end of the song, your teacher is just blown away because you've done all the work, even though they didn't ask you for it. You've done all the work. They didn't even expect you to do it. You've done all the work because this is something you want to do. This is something you want to accomplish. It's that's that's just the beauty of being the greatest of of all time. You know, you have to be it before you actually become it. You have to be it inside of you. You got to use your imagination. You know, 
like a lot of boys when they're younger, they want to be heroes, you know. And of course, society、um, of all levels, pretty much, will try to tell the boys, "No, you can't do it. You know, it's not impossible. It's not possible," and so forth. But if the boy does whatever it takes to believe that, yeah, I don't know. I don't care what the people say outside of me. I don't care if this is just a political thing or whatever. I'm going to be the greatest of all time in my X Y Z chosen profession or, or whatever it is that I I believe in. Then, you know, you just go the distance with it. Same thing goes with girls as well. I mean, I remember growing up in elementary school where the most smartest person in my class wasn't really a guy, but it was actually a girl, and she was one of the valedictorians. You know, she was very smart in math. She was very smart in piano. You know, and everybody would look to her、uh, for advice on how to do their exam or things like that. You know, and she believed in herself like so much that it didn't. She she had what it, it took, but she would study like crazy. Now, maybe parents will have something to do with it. Maybe there's a system of punishment, you know, or discipline. I mean, that's how it was back back then when I was just growing up. But the thing is that. There are people who can perform in any gender, you know. But I'm not. I'm not going to make this a gender political issue. I'm not interested in talking about that. What I'm saying is that anybody can accomplish anything if they believe that they are the greatest of all time, and they just shut out the rest of the world. You know, the rest of the world are just going to scream and holler at you, saying you're impossible, you can't do it, you suck. You know, why are you wasting your time? You know. I couldn't do it, so why should you do it? You know that's a waste. I mean, they'll say anything, anything, and they will say even the worst things and so forth. Or I'll kill you if you keep, if you keep trying this piano or whatever. You know, I'll beat you up and things like that. You've got to shut all of that out. And usually, by the law of attraction, you've got to do whatever it takes to attract a better scenario and better friends. You know, because. The more you surround yourself with better friends, the more you become the next better friend. I mean, in that circle. So to recap, greatest of all time is pretty much—it's a mentality, it's a psychology, it's a decision, and it's an attitude. And when you apply that to your piano playing, even if you've never started piano yet, even if you're nowhere in your piano, like in your piano development. But you're making some sort of progress, or even if you're stuck, if you hold on to the greatest of all time in you, if you hold on to like believing that you are you are the greatest of all time, eventually some result is going to happen, and it's going to take ten thousand actions before it be- before you know it. it. It just becomes reality. But you got to have a lot of beliefs that support it. I mean, Tony Robbins. Once had this system where it's like if you want to be able to form a belief, just think of it as a table with legs. Every leg is a belief that supports the bigger belief, or actually every every leg is a past action or a past result, you know. And then when you actually come up with at least four previous results, then you're going to start seeing things, and then you're going to feel like you're the greatest of all time. I feel like I'm the greatest of all time. When I'm doing my piano, and I feel like I'm the greatest of of all time when I can play and sing at the same time, and I can write music. But what really made me the greatest of all time for me is that I develop I develop perfect pitch, and I can actually hear compositions in my head 
especially if I'm looking at or imagining visuals, like let's say it's an ocean and I can hear music in my head. I can hear arrangements um, like, a, like a beautiful classical guitar that starts things off and then the strings coming in and then I bring the piano, you know, and so forth. And then I have this ins- inspired idea from all of that that I'm able to like lay it down in my in, in my computer. You know, I use something called Cubase Pro. Um, I don't, as of this um, recording, it's actually, I only have number 10, uh, planning to purchase 10.5. But um, yeah, well, that's that's for another uh, matter, if anything. But if you want to know what Cubase is, just go to steinberg.net, S-T-E-I-N-B-E-R-G, dot, and then N-E-T. You know, and then look for Cubase, which is uh, spelled C-U-B-A-S-E. Right, and they have a professional version and so forth. I'm not. I'm not here to sell Cubase because um, I, I also have a lot of friends who use Pro Tools and um, Logic Audio and Sonar, Reaper, Fruity Loops. Now, if you are actually coming from that background, then would would <laughs> um, yes, I do use that stuff. So we do. We can actually get along together, if anything. So, other than that. You have the ability to become the greatest of all time if you just believe it yourself. And if you don't think that you are the greatest of all time, but you want to be, then think of four previous accomplishments that you that either involved you or that you had produced. When you come up with the four previous um, accomplishments or achievements, and you're looking to support the idea of being the greatest of all time, there you go. And then you can believe in it. Maybe not Not everybody's going to believe in you, but that's not important. What's important is that you believe in yourself. I mean, to heck with what other people say. Believe in yourself. This is your game. You're playing the game the way that you are going to play it. You're the player. Everybody else is just an obstacle, basically. And you're going to be the best piano player, bar none. Now, if you believe you're the greatest of all time and you want to play piano, you know, I salute you. You will be the greatest of all time but only if you're going to put in all the work and you're going to toughen it out till you get to uh, 10,000 footsteps. So don't give up. Become the greatest of all time. And I'd like to see more of you become the greatest of all time in piano or music or even being able to sing and play piano at the same time and just becoming the best, most amazing version of yourself as a musician, even if you haven't started yet. Before I end this podcast, I'd like to wish a sincere condolences to the Bryant family and may God be with them as well and we will be, keep them in our prayers. This is Rod Ronquillo and you're listening to Piano Maverick.